Are you ready to listen to my dad, Joe, and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J-Raph Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J-Raph Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time. With a focus on football. Sue, late in his career, is going to have his first Super Bowl title. Now, no wonder they want to call it Tampa Bay. Or Tampa Brady. One more snap, would you have guessed, when this impossible season was trying to launch that you'd get it all in you'd get to tampa and when the super bowl ended the ball would be in the hands of tom brady i don't know why we ever think it won't the tampa bay buccaneers have a second super bowl title in franchise history and tom brady doesn't pass the torch quite yet to mahomes does he even though you're looking at the greatest right there. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Joe Mays and J-Raph Show. I'm one of your hosts, Joe Mays, and sitting here with me in the studio is my co-host, Justin Raffoff. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Um, I just started the game, if that's all right. Yeah, no, that's where we're at. We're uh, Welcome to episode 339. We are continuing our trek through NCAA Football 14 Dynasty Mode, and I will uh, pull that up for you here momentarily. Justin is... On the controls first, he is playing defense for us. So let's see. Uh, here we go. You take a, a look at the game in progress. We are in year two of our Florida Atlantic football dynasty. This is games nine and ten this evening. We are up to 14 in the poll with Justin on defense, me on offense. We are uh, seven and one, Justin, with just uh, the only loss in the, our opening game. Uh, Florida, I believe. Last week after we were done, I sent a picture to Justin of our schedule to date or our remaining game schedule, and you know we're looking we're looking pretty solid. Um, we have Middle Tennessee. We're at Middle Tennessee State. Excuse me, Middle Tennessee State right now. Then we will play Rice this evening. Then next week I will be finishing out games. 11 and 12 against North Texas and Florida International. Justin's in trouble. Justin's in trouble. Yeah. Oh, boy. Was that a rushing touchdown? It was the quarterback. Oh, man. Yeah, it was one of those where my guy got taken out by one of our other guys. Oh, gosh. You hate. I hate when that happens. So I'm going to be up here momentarily to to, uh, play on some offense, but we are talking about the AFC East this evening. Um, and I have an email from my uncle that we're going to have to go over where he uh, chronicles our picks to date and also gives us his AFC East picks. But Justin and I are going to talk about the, uh, the Dolphins, Bills, Patriots, and Jets shortly. Yeah, so um, 
Not not a strong start on the there, but right. you know how fast I score, so Yeah, yeah. So it's not like um, I take an entire quarter or anything. Right. He's to the twenty. He's taken down. Alright, so where where do you want to start? Well, let's start at the bottom like we usually okay. do, and I think we'll be in agreement with our last place team. Because um, it's clearly the Patriots who are going to go 0-17 this year. Uh, first team ever to do that since it's the first year. But uh, the Patriots are awful. They've always been awful. They'll always be awful. Um, uh, is that how you see it too? Um, I probably see it working out a little differently. 1-16? Yeah, you know, something like that. So I think, I mean, if we're in agreement there, we can move on to third, which is clearly going to be the Jets because they're awful. They're one in sixteen. Um, no, I just I had to get get jabs into my uncle because uh, he he did not pick the Patriots to win the division, but he did not pick them in third or fourth either. So he uh, he thinks that they'll they have my Dolphins this year, and we'll, we'll see. I you know we'll see how Justin and I see it playing out. We'll see how it plays out on the field where it really matters, and. The real fourth place team, Justin, I assume we do agree, we're going with the Jets. Uh, yeah, so I, I do have the Jets in last place here. Um, I, and you and I have talked a bunch about this, I, I do feel like the Jets finally made some good moves. I, I don't know, like Zach Wilson, like any other quarterback, we'll, we'll have to wait and see there, um, but... Uh, Salah, the head coach, like, I remember when he got hired there and in the week following, you know, some of the articles and the things that came out. Yeah, I think I sent to you, I was just like, like, I hate this. Like, this is, if you're, if you're hoping the Jets stay bad, those articles weren't very reassuring because it it just felt like, um, it felt like the Jets may have made a a good hire for once. Um, So, we'll have to wait and see on all of those things. One thing that I did think was kind of good, and I heard it on the radio this morning, was somebody like was talking about just like Zach Wilson and all that stuff, and I'm like, man, the fact that like he like Zach Wilson and all that, and I know like training camps are getting ready to get fired up, but like by this time next week, like some of the teams like veterans and some rookies will have reported. Yeah, especially the ones playing in the. Uh... Right. The uh, Pro Bowl game, so, Hall of Fame game. Sorry. So I know that that's one of those things, but like the fact that like Zach Wilson isn't like just everywhere and everything you know that you hear about right now. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. The Jets. At least it's not at like a regional or national and, level. Right, and I'm trying to figure out like what some of that is. I think some of that is that, and this is just me piecing things together. I, I know they're not any. Any one thing isn't going to, like, knock this out of the stories. But, like, the Mets, for the time being, are in first place. The Yankees, for the time being, are underachieving. Not as bad as they had been at one point this season, though. But, like, they're still struggling against the Red Sox a bunch. They got their fans being banned. Right. Oh, my gosh. Like, I was watching that when it happened, and I just, like, first of all, the the words he was yelling back into the stands. (laughs) It was clear as day what he's yelling. And, like, it was – but, like, I understand. Yeah, what an idiot. Right. There was also, on a side note, that Yankees fan has been banned from all MLB stadiums. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. So, like, and one of the things – there was an article this week prior to this – 
that I saw on ESPN, and I did not read all of the article. I only caught bits and pieces of it. But it was talking about how, like, and it wasn't trying to go, like, all Big Brother on us, but it's just saying, like, as facial recognition technologies continue to evolve, like, some of these things may go from, like, meaningless, like, posturing by clubs to, like, actual inf- somewhat enforceable yeah. bands. Like, um, which, if you do something to that level, like, I don't necessarily have a problem with them being like, you're not welcome here. No, I don't care whatsoever. If you do something stupid like that, you deserve to be banned. So, all all that being said... The Jets um, are fourth place. Right. And and with, like, basketball still going on, you know, like, and I know the Nets aren't in it, but just, like, I think some of those things have helped delay some of the NFL camp talk. Um, But we're about to hit that point. I think the Jets will be headed in the right direction, but they're still not any good. Um, and so I'm going to put them at like, what they went three games last year. Um, no, they were two and 14. That second win was what cost them. Right. Uh, um, (laughs) which whatever, I I don't, we'll we'll see how that ends up playing. Yeah. The comparison between the two of them. Right. It's going to be interesting because like, while I feel like Salah is, is a good Higher for the Jets, and we'll see how it works out. Like, I'm not sold at all on Urban Meyer as an NFL coach. So no, we'll no. See how that plays out, and like how the quarterback could be tied to their coaches uh, for eternity. Um, but anyway, nice answer. Thank you. Um, you got it. So anyway, what I do? I I think the Jets probably win maybe four, maybe even five games. I. I think so. Four and thirteen, five and twelve. Yeah, is is enough to get them some wins, uh, but I, I don't see them really being a threat in the division or anything like that. No, I mean, the, the wins have to come from somewhere, and I agree with everything you've said so far. <laughs> my my uncle texted me, ha ha ha. I'm guessing he's listening live, and he heard me uh, say how I think the Patriots are going zero and seventeen. Um, obviously, that's not true as much as we wish that it was true. But, yeah, the Jets, to me, are the worst team on paper. Even if they've gotten better, I still think that they're the worst team in the AFC East because the Bills are very good. The Dolphins, at, you know, maybe overachieved last year, but they're definitely better than they had been previously. And I don't think they got worse on paper. I, I think at worst, probably a push, but you could argue that they're slightly improved. The Patriots had all those opt-outs and had a weird year at quarterback with Cam Newton, and he dealt with COVID and all these things. Now he's back, and he's got Mac Jones coming up right behind him. I don't really think the Patriots are worse than they were last year, you know? So while the Jets may be better, I just they're going to have to steal wins from teams that I think are also better than they were a year ago. No, that, So the Jets that, are going to have to beat point. teams – you know, outside the division, I think. Because I, I definitely think they're the worst team in the division, top to bottom. Now, they could make things interesting, because like you already said, we both really like Robert Sala. I don't know what to think about Zach Wilson. He wasn't one of my favorites coming out. Right. I don't, but we also have discussed and gone on record to say, we don't think Trevor Lawrence is as a slam dunk prospect as a lot of people do. Right, like, I think he could be very good, but, like, I don't think, like, you can anoint him as, like, the next Pat Mahomes or even, you know... Well, it's just, and it's one of those things, that, and that we have mentioned this all the time. Just because we don't think he's, you know, the second coming of, you know, Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or you know, Aaron Rodgers or something like that, 
we still think he can be very good. It's just there's, you know, there could be uh, some growing pains or I don't think, <laughs> uh, you know, I just don't think he necessarily was as good coming out as a lot of people want you to think. But he also hasn't played a single snap in the NFL yet. So, um, right. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. But Zach Wilson, you know, it was a big quarterback draft this year. Yeah. And I, I haven't been hearing Zach Wilson's name since last summer that he had, the, you know, he could be a guy that was a fast riser and eventually a top 10 pick, and he went second overall. So, obviously, that was uh, true to form. Is he better than Sam Darnold? You know, did did the, did New York ruin Sam Darnold? Are yes. we going to see a renaissance in Carolina with him? Yes. Is Zach Wilson doomed because he's in New York, or is it because of the coaching staff around him that Darnold was doomed? You know, it's one of those things. I it, I, I think it's a bit of all of those things. So, like, I think uh, Sam Darnold didn't play as well as he needed to, but Sam Darnold was also given a crap hand, and sometimes you just have to fold and play your next hand, right? Like, right. So, yeah, so that's the Jets. So you said, what, 4-13, and 5-12 and 12 is, is what you're thinking for the fourth-place fourth Jets team? Yeah, I have him at, like, four or five wins. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're, I don't think you're off. Um, you know, they were 2-14 and 14 last year. I, I think they're better. I think they're better coached. Do you want me to take a timeout? I mean, we're almost run down. I'll just leave it for you to have them now. Okay. Um, yeah, I think you're right on the money. I'll say five and twelve, just because I think they could beat up on some of the other teams on their schedule. Um, the I, did, I forgot about this, but the Jets open at Carolina, so right away you get yeah, probably Wilson right. versus Darnold that's in right. the first and, game. Yeah, I remember when that came out. People were talking that that's that's harsh for. For Zach Wilson, you know, like your first NFL game, which can be kind of crazy, going against the guy you, you took over the guy for, who they gave up for, like gave up for you. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, that was a good defensive stop. Too. Yeah, and they had gotten down into field goal range, and I got two sacks to take him out. So that was oh, he came off convenient. Of oh, he's not down yet. Let's oh my gosh! <laughs> like imagine, I thought he was gonna get up and I was gonna run with it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I have I have the the Jets in second or second in fourth place. place in fourth place. And honestly, after this, it got very tough for me. Like I don't, I have a lot of question marks about this division. Oh my God! Get the much, ball! No! Pretty much from here. Pretty you much kidding me. Maybe they'll review it and say it's down. I hope so. Oh, I can't believe he fumbled it. Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's so frustrating. They didn't review it at all? No. Oh, it's so disappointing. Oh, okay, so that that's the Jets. They um they, they gotta win games against teams like well Carolina, Denver, maybe Tennessee, Atlanta, Cincinnati, Houston, Philadelphia. 
maybe New Orleans, depending how things go, and Jacksonville. Unless they're going to play up against some of the AFC's teams. Unless, uh, unless they can catch up to Miami, New England, or Buffalo. Otherwise, they got to win those games that I just mentioned, or some of those games that I just mentioned. All right, so third place. Where are we going with third place? Because I'm not, honestly, I can't say that I'm 100% sure where I want to go with third place. Right, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I understand. I'm kind of in the same spot. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, I know where I want to go with third place. I just don't know that I can con- completely convince myself that that's exactly where I should go. Um, but, you know, he's listening, and I want to go on record that if it happens, I want to have called it. So I'm going to go all Homer, and I'm going to say that New England is the third-place team in the AFC East. All right. I, 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 just, I have to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going there this year. I, I'm, I'm not saying that my, my Dolphins are you know Super Bowl contenders or anything, but I'm just going to say that, that in the end, Miami's going to have a better record than the New England Patriots. Um, last year, they were 7-9 and nine and missed the playoffs uh, for the first time since, do you remember, like 2009? Some, no. Was, no, that wasn't it. When was the last time they missed the playoffs? Yes. I forget, but some 2008 was it? I think was that the year that I yeah that's so. the year that Brady got hurt and Castle took over, but they still missed the playoffs at 11 and five. So it had been a while. It, we mentioned that already that it was a weird year for New England though, because they oh, had they a, have they have antifreeze skills by the oh, way. Middle that's Tennessee right. State has antifreeze skills. We'll try it again. <laughs> um. The Patriots, I think, had the <laughs> most opt-outs in the NFL. Yeah, I, I think that's correct. I think that actually they might have had double digits. And then, you know, the weird stuff with Cam Newton at quarterback and having COVID and new system and coming to play in New England. So there were, he had a whole bunch of stuff going on that made it difficult for the Patriots. But they just weren't very good offensively. No, they were, they were pretty bad offensively. And... Um, you look at it like they had a chance to win some big games, and you wonder how things might have gone if if he didn't have COVID, and if they if they get in the end zone against Seattle at the end of the game, and if he doesn't fumble at the end of the game against the Bills, that's a two game swing, you know. Like, but you never know, and they didn't get it done. So there's lots of teams we talk about the close game. So. All right, so you're going with the Patriots. What? How many wins do you think they're going to have? Um, good question. So third place, they were what seven and nine last year. So I'm going to go. I'm actually I'll put them up at ten and seven. Okay. Cool. I, but in third place. Okay. Okay. Um, and maybe that uh, maybe when I come to talking about two, it'll be a tiebreaker type scenario, you know. Um, but I'll give up because I was going to go nine and eight, but I do, I do think they're going to be better. I feel like they kind of have to be better oh, absolutely. Uh, with uh, another year of, of Cam Newton in that system. I think will be better. They added a couple tight ends with Johnny Smith and Hunter Henry. But the tight ends have worked out in some tight ends have worked out in, in New England. Now I know it's not Tom Brady there, but 
And I don't think they'll hesitate to go to Mac Jones if things aren't working out with Cam I Newton. I, I think uh, he's proving himself to be, like many thought he could go to the 49ers because he was kind of the most pro-ready right. quarterback in the draft. Maybe not as high a ceiling as the other guys, but most pro-ready off the bat. So, you know, 9-8, and 10-7 is where I'm feeling with New England, which is an improvement from last year, but obviously not the jump that, they, that people want to see from them, especially their fans. <laughs> I do think their defense will be even better than it was last year with the return of some of their, their guys that they were missing. I just I don't see I don't see a breakaway though. I don't see a change from seven and nine to twelve and five. I don't see a big swing in that direction in one year with even the upgrades that they do have. Oh, that was close. Okay. Okay. Uh, but that's where I'm at on that. Are you taking New England in third? Did, did so they, they, some strong consideration. I'm not. I'm, I'm drinking uh, uh, New England Kuwait and um, at least a little bit. And I'm going to go with regret your Dolphins in third place. Um, I'm kind of kind of. I'm going to go a little bit in the same direction as you, though. I'm going to go that nine and eight or ten and seven range for the Dolphins. Um, I, I want to believe, you know, like in, in what they're building there, uh, we've talked about it for years and I don't, I want to be on the record as I am not at all saying, I don't think it's going to work. I just, we know sometimes you get to a point, the teams get to a point where like, I have to see them make that next step. And that's kind of where I'm at with the Dolphins right now. Like I, I believe they have the pieces. I believe they have the quarterback. I believe they have, you know, the coach. I believe they have some of the offensive weapons. I believe they have enough defensive talent there. I just want to see them make that next level, you know, then make that next step. Um, and then we'll kind of see where things go from there. Um, nice play. So that that's kind of where I'm at with the Dolphins. So I, I think they're going to be... In that spot, I, I would love for them to kind of jump up a little bit more um, and be pushing that 11 wins, you know, and, and maybe pushing for the, the division. And I don't think that's out of the question. If things are clicking for the Dolphins, and, and when I say that, like, let's keep in mind, Tua was coming off an injury that ended Bo Jackson's career, right? So, like, a legit injury that would have ended his career if it happened in maybe even 15 years ago. I was going to say... The decades ago that it was for Bo Jackson. That's not the case for him. You know, but he had that. He also had his rookie year be the COVID year. So, like, it's not at all the same. You know, it's just... It, it, he was in a tough spot. Um, I think he handled it as well as you could expect. And you want to see progress there. You want to see him continue to grow. Um, but for right now, I'm with the Dolphins. I'm kind of in the, I want to see it. I want to see them, like, basically, if I had to come down to games, I want to see them win some games that they shouldn't win or that I wouldn't have had them winning before. Does that make sense? So, like, win their games that they're supposed to win and maybe win a couple that I would have said, ah, I, you know, that's kind of a surprise, you know? So, like, not that it would be a surprise if they beat the Bills, but, like, you got to split with the Bills, you know what I mean, at, at, at worst. And you got to split at worst with the Patriots. But you, you want to be that team? Beat the Patriots twice, you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing 
um, would be where I want to see them make those steps. Right. So, um, I think they have the potential, but I just am kind of in a wait and see with them right now. So I think my uncle is proposing a bet live here as oh, he's yes. watching us, and then we're making these predictions. Why is he just standing there? I don't know. He like <laughs> didn't hand it off. Uh, so he said he's gonna he'll buy a shirt. I'm assuming this is if my Dolphins are better than the Patriots this year, and we'll have to clarify that if that's just regular season record, head to head, you know, whatever. But he says I'll buy a shirt that says Joey's Dolphins were better than Rich's Patriots in 2021. And he put it up against one of our show T-shirts, and okay. he said, "I'll wear it the next time that they visit." So okay. We'll, okay. we'll do what, some clarification there on we, what's we going on. We need to up. have like a, a a boost to this as well. Some I don't know what it is, but we need to think of a boost where we could get him to wear it to the stadium. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's gonna honestly. Happen. I just would settle him wearing one of our show shirts to the oh, stadium. Oh yeah, that would be that would be fine too. <laughs> Do you um, remember when he got the mug that like lit up anytime they scored a touchdown? Oh my gosh! Yeah, the RFID or whatever. Yeah, the things you have to think of to give away to your fans when you just keep winning Super Bowls. I know, right? Isn't it disgusting? Except it that one time, right? Except that one time. Except that, yeah, that, that one time a few years ago, yeah. huh? So riding high, huh? Hey, we got a so, three and out there. So. so yeah, so that's the the Patriots. Defense uh, has not been great, but I, I got one back. The the Patriots. I'm trying to look at their schedule before we move on and flip flop. The Patriots, they get to play the Saints and the Bucks, uh, the Panthers and the Falcons, just like uh, the rest of the AFC. So the AFC has the NFC South this year. Um, it is going to be fun because the Patriots and Dolphins play the first game of the season and the last game of the season. Yeah. And the last game in Miami. Of course it is. It always is. Not always, obviously. But no, like, remember two years like, ago, it was yes, in New yes. England and Miami upset them. Yes, and that opened up home field for the Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Um, but yeah, so um, looking at the Patriots' schedule, man, you look at it, they, that October 3rd game, oh man, that's going to be exciting. That's the, the Bucks come to town. Uh, oh, actually, comes to town. I'm pretty sure and that's mentioned in the email he sent that I'll have to if, go through. And they figured this out. If he averages the same number of yards, I think it is, he could break the record. He would break the record in that week. Um, you think Bill will like Bill? I, do you think Billichek would send like a two-man rush and drop nine into coverage? every down and take the loss just to uh just to give Tom record. Actually I could see him trying to game plan to like Brady throws for four hundred fifty yards but the Patriots win, you know? Like, <laughs> right, yeah. Like, and he would just be like, I don't care. It <laughs> doesn't matter. We won. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, is there anything else to jump out on the New England schedule besides the first and last game against the Dolphins and that middle season game against Brady and the Bucks? So it, what what stands out to me a little bit is starting Thanksgiving weekend, not Thanksgiving Day, but like that weekend they play that they host the Titans, but then they're at the Bills, then they're at Indianapolis, who I anticipate will be good. Yeah, we think so. At least not a pushover. Although I did want to bring this and then up. They host the Bills, so they play the Bills three times in two weeks. Oh man, that got blown. Starting at Thanksgiving. You know, so that that's kind of crazy. Huge and they have Jacksonville, which I think they will. I think Jacksonville will not be much by January second. Maybe they'll be one of those teams where like the young guys are stepping up by then. That could be, but and then they play at the Dolphins. So like 
Man, they're starting Thanksgiving weekend. It, it's not, not so, a real easy one for them. I know last week we talked NFC East, and one of the teams that I was down on maybe versus you and even against yeah. a lot was Washington. Yeah. And that we just mentioned how we think Indianapolis is going to be good. One of those clarifications that I want to put in there is that, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. No! <laughs> um, is those two teams reportedly have the lowest vaccination rate. And I don't bring that up for any reason other than the state that the NFL is imposing more, you know, it's going to make it tougher yes. for those teams to operate as a team at home and on the road. And I was just like, I, honestly, I think that's a competitive disadvantage for those teams. Yes. And, this is in hindsight, but like, okay, I f- I'm feeling better about my Washington pick because I feel no, like there's I, probably going to be some form of mini outbreak or oh, something that's going to cause a key player to miss a game that he probably didn't need to. Right, 100%. And, but unfortunately for us, that also means our Indianapolis yes. you know, pick also puts them in danger. Um, that was just something that popped up over the last week that I definitely wanted to at least mention in passing. That Washington and Indianapolis, I think, are in trouble if they don't. They got to get those are rookie numbers. We got to boost those numbers. Oh, North Texas loss. All right, that's big. So that's big for our conference championship aspirations. It makes it a little easier for us. But that's. I just want to point that out against about Washington, Indianapolis. Yeah, of no, course, On the other side, my Dolphins oh are one of the best, if not the best. Around. Oh. One of the best, if not the best, in the entire NFL. They were one of they were one of the first two or three to reach the eighty five percent threshold. Um, so you know that's good for for my Dolphins. But you, um, so you pick my Dolphins in third. What did you say? You say ten and seven? Is that what yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I'll put them at ten. Okay. So you said ten and seven for them. I said ten and seven for New England. Uh, I am putting my Dolphins in second because as much as I'd like to fully jump on the hype train and and embrace homerism and say that they're going to you know go twelve and five and, and unseat the Bills, I clearly can't do that. I have to stay grounded in reality in some form. And you know, just seeing Miami get absolutely housed by Buffalo in the last game of the year that really did matter for the Dolphins. Right. It was really disheartening and really disappointing. And I know that immediately caused people to freak out about Tua. Um, and I really don't get that at all, and you have pointed out some of it already. By, by talking about his injury, which before would be career-ending, and the COVID stuff, he only started nine games. He was 6-3 and three in those games. I know he was pulled twice for Fitzpatrick, and one of them, Fitzpatrick, was able to end up getting, getting a win for the team, which they desperately needed to make the playoffs against the Raiders. But I just don't understand why people are so quick to to throw two away. I mean, if you go back to Josh Allen's rookie year, would you be throwing him away knowing where he's at after year three? Right. right, I just, I don't understand. I I don't understand where it's coming from. Right. Like I just, I don't. Everybody's prisoner of the moment and it's nowhere is it magnified more than in the NFL. In the NFL, it is not even a, what have you done for me lately? It is, what have you done for me like today? In the last three weeks. In today. And, and it's, I, I think that's magnet. It's not just that way with like throwing away players. It's that way with like hyping up players too. In, in my opinion, a lot of times, um, you know, we, we've talked about this with, 
we've seen this kind of thing before. We saw it with, it came up last week when we, you and I watched it with Kevin Cobb. And that's not to say that Kevin Cobb wasn't worthy of being on an NFL roster, because he obviously was. But, like, when he threw for 350 yards or whatever it was, Against the Saints. And, and people were like, oh, and you and I were, were there. We were at the game. game. We were like, it's not what it seems. Like, yes, he threw for 350 yards, but he probably left 150 yards and two touchdowns on the And field. he threw a bunch of interceptions. Right. Like, it just, it, it was different than what it was made out to be. And I, I think that happens a lot. And I think the NFL is where it happens the worst. Um, for anyone wondering why am I not just taking kneels, knees and why am I running this, Larry McCammon the third, our running back, is basically in, I think, what I said, third place third place for the Heisman at, at, uh, before the start of this week. Right. So I'm just pump, pumping his numbers up, trying right. to get him up there. He's already over 150 yards and three touchdowns. So if I can get more yards and another score, I will. Um, yeah, so... All right, so you gave your second place was your. So the Dolphins are in second place to me. Um, Patriots were in third at ten and seven. Dolphins in second. You had the Dolphins in third at at ten and seven or or nine and eight somewhere in there. Um, Yes. (laughs) Four touchdowns. Oh, school record, nice. And uh, so Miami added Jalen Waddle, which is huge. He was a guy. That is. Really to Devontae Parker, who has played much better and is now entering, I believe he's entering a contract year. Um, they still have Jasicki. And they added Will Fuller, who is another speed guy. So you have Parker, who's like your all-around receiver. He, he had, well, he did, but he only, I think, has one or two left okay, okay. this season. So, yeah. So the first game or two, they will not have Fuller. Uh, oh, sorry. You're up. That's all right, because typically if Fuller played the first two, he'd be out the next four or six. Yeah. So, no. um, so that's that's where I'm at there. Like that, like to me, that's an improvement. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you have now have Parker, who you had last year, but you have Will Fuller eventually, and Jalen. And you Wild. got arguably the best wide receiver in the draft. I know Jamar Chase put up huge numbers two years ago. I know that Waddle got hurt last year, but Waddle was the guy at Alabama until he got hurt. Right. You know, like October. So, yeah. like, you have to see that as an upgrade. Now you have two who's entering his second year, had a, basically a full offseason, is ready to roll, is even farther removed from that injury. He, he has taken it upon himself to say he wasn't ready last year. And, and right. he didn't really blame anyone. He said, he's like, I need to know it better. Right. So, like, to me, he's moving in the right direction. Now, I need to see it on the field, but... They, they're they still working on the offensive line. They added another offensive tackle. They switched a few opponent, uh, components in the middle. Um, they went with Matt Scora at center um, after Ted Karras went back to uh, New England. But like to me, the offensive line is a push at worst, but they have a bunch of young pieces on that line that hopefully, you hope get better. Austin Jackson, Robert Hunt. You could see third-year guy Michael Dieter even step in if Skura doesn't work out at center. So I think there's, at a minimum, that's a push. And overall, the offense should be better. Yes. And they they were 10-6 and last year. Right, right. And Now, the defensive thing is a big issue because of Xavier Howard. If he's not going to play or they end up trading him, 
that's obviously a subtraction because he could have easily won Defensive Player of the Year last year. He had 10 interceptions. So what do you think happens there? I think he gets traded. I think Miami says, no, we just gave you money two years ago. You're only entering the second year of the deal because they tacked it onto his original contract. We're not restructuring you. Plus, you've already had some off-the-field run-ins, and you have been injured during your career. He's also going to be, I think, 28 turning 29 during the season. Do you want me to advance? Uh, Yeah, 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 go through the week. So... To me, I don't think Miami's going to budge. So he's either going to play on that contract or I think they will end up getting rid of him. So that would de- that would downgrade their defense, obviously, because he was at minimum a top three cornerback in the NFL, if not number one or number two, especially in terms of playmaking and ball hawking. Now they drafted Noah in beginning, I can't even say his name, yeah. uh, from Auburn in the first round you know, a year plus ago. To, to step in, hopefully. They've signed um, Byron to the big contract, which is, I think, one of the reasons that Xavier's upset because he's not even the highest-paid cornerback on the team, but he's one of the best, if not the best, corner in the NFL, uh, at least of late. But I, I just don't see Miami... I don't see Miami budging. So if he doesn't play for them, yeah, obviously that's a downgrade, but they brought in Javon Holland, who could possibly make up for it because he was known as a playmaker at Oregon at safety. They just resigned Jerome Baker, which is wonderful because as much as I hate rooting for a Buckeye, he's he's an incredible yes. linebacker. Yes, and he, he's I think he's underrated. He's underappreciated around the NFL, but I ha- I'm happy he's in Miami. I, I like their defensive line. You're now entering year three of Christian Wilkins. Um, Raquan Davis was a great find from Bama. You know he's entering his second year. I think they have the pieces to be very very good. That's why I wish David Howard would play, but I just I understand why they don't want to budge with that. Right. So, I think the offense could be better. Defense, maybe even or slightly worse, possibly if Howard doesn't play for them. So they went ten and six last year. I'll give them eleven and six this year, and and that that's hopeful. That's definitely me thinking. We jumped up to twelve. Sorry. Sorry. Nice. And then now we play at right. Just play the game. Play the game. We'll do recruiting later before we advance the week. Oh, we have an offensive coordinator upgrade if you want to do that before. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm gonna put Miami in second at eleven and six. You know that that is definitely part of me being a homer, but you know I, I don't do that often with the Dolphins, so I just feel like year three of Brian Flores. You know, I'm hopeful year three, year four are, are the year to go. I, I don't see it falling apart, so I think we'll be I think we'll be okay. So if we can if we can finish in second and, and in front of the Patriots, I'll be super happy with that. Eleven and six should be borderline playoffs again too. Right. So you know there it is. And looking at Miami's schedule uh, this season, we know that they have New England. The bookends start in New England on September 12th, end in Miami against the Patriots on January 9th. Uh, they also get Buffalo in week two, but that is uh, at home. So, you know, you want to pull out the measuring stick immediately at the start of the year. You get New England and Buffalo back-to-back before going back to Las Vegas, who they kind of ended the Raiders' hopes when they pulled out that miraculous right. victory. Uh, what what skill do you want here? Um, do, the, do the route tree okay. in the middle, bottom middle, or the second level middle. Yeah. Because uh, I need help with uh, the receiver. Whenever I yeah. throw the ball, it's no always problem. a it's always a question mark of who's going to catch it or catch it at all. So, yeah. So, 
But Miami then had this is a brutal schedule. <laughs> Maybe I need to rethink this. This is the, their first five weeks, Justin. At New England, host Buffalo, at Las Vegas, host Indianapolis, at Tampa Bay. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> so they're gonna know who they are early. So they, they they need to beat the Patriots and Raiders. You need to be bet no worse than two and three at that moment. Yeah. And if you want to be well, thought of as a thing. contender, you need to it be. It doesn't matter what the schedule is. If the record isn't good, people are going to be chirping about Tua so bad. Well, and the thing is, after those five games, their next game is Jacksonville, but it's in London. Oh. Right. And, like, you got to be Jacksonville, right? Like, right. With, with Tua, ha- what? With Tua playing and going against, like, this year's big quarterback, you know, like. You gotta win that game. Four of their first six games are on the road, including that game in London against Jacksonville. So that's not an that's not an easy start for my Dolphins. Uh, yeah, they have a super late bye. It's not till week fourteen. I don't know if that's going to be good or bad. It depends on how beat up they get. So they need to weather the storm early, and then they need to really attack things from October twenty fourth. Basically. To my birthday or so, because they have they have to play Buffalo in there again and the Ravens. But it's they crazy have... that like when we're talking Buffalo or not Buffalo, when we're talking about your birthday, it's not exactly the true end of the season. You know, like, no, there's, there's still, still three more that. regular season weeks and right. then the playoffs. Right. So from October 24th to December 18th or 19th, depending on when they play that game, Miami has Atlanta, Buffalo, Houston, Baltimore, Jets, Panthers, Giants. Jets. So, obviously, Bills-Ravens, are again, they're going to be good ways to measure how good uh, the, the Dolphins are. But those other games are, at worst, push. If not, you need to win those. Correct. So, if they can weather that early storm and come out, like, 3-3 three and three, or, God, 4-2 and two against those six teams would be wonderful. And, and then make a run in the middle of the year, you know, I'll be happy. But th- that first for opening salvo is, uh, is rough for them. But obviously we think... Are you done with Dolphins and Patriots? Yeah. Anything else yeah. to add for either of them? No. Obviously we both think that the Buffalo Bills are the team to beat in the AFC East again this year. They were 13-3 and last year. Um, what, they made the AFC Championship game, right? They lost to the Chiefs. Was so, that the AFC Championship yeah. game? Yeah. yeah. Um, Just to be clear, I want to take the Patriots to win, but I don't have the guts to do it. The like, Patriots to win the division. To win the division. You wanted to pick them to win the division. I, I kind of do, but I don't, ha- I don't have. The <laughs> well, see, it's tough for me because I hate all of the other teams. Right. So I don't want to see any of the other teams so win like, the division. Here's the thing, like, and I know this sounds crazy, but like, I just kind of love, like, I would love to have the chaos that would ensue of like them being good again now. Like, I know that's blasphemous to you. Like, I, I know you don't want that, I don't want to see any of them be good. I want them all to go. I want them to be, like, 2-15, and 15, all three right. of them. Right. And, and, and I get that. But I don't... I think the Patriots have what it takes to win maybe 11 games, but I don't... I'm going to put... A, I think they'll win, like, 10 or 11. I really but they'll have the, I if they win 10, they have the tiebreaker over the top. Yeah. Well, that would have to come and, down to uh, AFC East, and, and I can't, I can't pick them over the Bills. Just the, the way the, not just the the Bills 
from last year, but the way the Bills played last year. Yeah, they had they had confidence and swagger. That right. all, all comes down to the. They had it everywhere. Like they had solid defensive play. They had good offensive play. They had guys contribute from all over. Like, yeah, I think I think the Bills are are building. Um, it'll be interesting to see. They they kept their coaching staff. Yeah, that was a big win for them. Um, That's a big the win because you know if you buy more years with the young quarterback. Before you have that turnover, um, I think you, you let the quarterback establish himself more so that when that comes, because like if the Bills, if the Bills have a season like they did last year, you know where they're AFC contenders, I don't know that you keep the staff intact again. Right. You know, like, not that they wouldn't try to, but like I just don't know that that happens again. Like, I, yeah, I don't know that it would be possible. Right. Because like when you get guys like, yeah, I, I just don't know that that would work. But. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I like. I think. I think the Bills are good. I think. Um. It'll be interesting because like they really kind of hit their stride the second half of the season. Last yeah. Year. Um. They were okay in the first half, but like you know they would find ways to lose a couple games. And well, they lost to the. Well, they were on a tear though after they lost to the Cardinals on the uh, the uh, Kyler the Kyler Murray hail Mary. The Hail Murray, right? That's yeah. what they're calling it. Yeah, which was also like the last good thing that happened for the Cardinals. For the Cardinals, yeah. Well, that was the week after the Dolphins beat them in Arizona. Right. Yeah, so... So you have the, the Patriots at 10-7, and 11-6. Yeah, and I'll put... I think those are going to end up maybe at like 11 or 12 wins. So I think like those top three teams are going to be close. Um... But the Bills just—they seemed like a well-rounded team, and they, some of their key players, like the quarterback, are young. So, like, I feel like he could continue to develop. Well, Allen and Diggs just developed immediate chemistry. Oh, stood me up. Like on a separate note, like how happy did Stefan Diggs seem to be to be out of Minnesota? Right. Definitely playing with a quarterback that's a little more dynamic, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, I guess that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but also, like maybe Kellen Mond will beat him out. Get <laughs> me wrong. Like I don't feel like. Oh, what's the coach's name in Minnesota? Um, Zimmer. Yeah, like I can picture how he would wear. You know, like he, he just annoys me. <laughs> oh really? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, he's. I, I'm indifferent to him. See, I think. I think some of that comes from like. The, like, he was the coach when the Eagles beat the, the crap Eagles, out of Viking, him. Yeah, the Eagles Vikings kind of like a little bit of bad blood there. Um, but yeah. So, so you're going what twelve and five for Buffalo? Yeah. I'm so actually, a little bit of a step down uh, for them. Yeah, but I think the other team, like you said, the wins got to come somewhere. I think. The yeah, Patriots I know. Are better. I, mean, I think the Dolphins. Are if better. you would add up all the records we project, we are so far over. Oh yeah. Like what can happen? Absolutely. But you didn't. You didn't make the spreadsheet this year, man. You didn't make the spreadsheet. Well, give me time. Give me time. I'll, 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 we'll have to correct. We'll have to redo all of these previews. Oh my gosh. All over again. Well, yeah, that'll be annoying. I think I did it after our or at least after some of them last year because they definitely didn't match up. But or maybe it was. You were pretty because, close with the Jaguars. <laughs> yes. 
I think you had him going 0 16. Right, I did in the picks, and I said, that can't happen, though. I'm going to give him one. And, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I agree with you. Everything you said about Buffalo, they just, they, they seem to have it right now. Uh, they can't waste it when they have Josh Allen on. His, he's, he hasn't signed an extension yet. No, That's one of the yet. big, I think big things. After next year, though, will be the year where, like, will be when that would happen, right? Right. Could um, happen, I guess. So this is I, I, wow, this is crazy. I didn't realize this was McDermott's fifth year as head coach there. Yeah. Um, but him and Brandon Bean have formed a team, and they've done what they wanted to do, you know. And they now have, and they have a great quarterback room now with the way Josh Allen made strides in year three, and they drafted Jake Fromm last year. He's entering his second year. They brought in Mitchell Trubisky as the veteran right. backup, yeah. and while he's not, you know, he doesn't. Pose a significant threat. It's great having someone like that and, there. And as crazy as this may sound, like the arm—I'm not saying the arm is the same—but he gives you a similar skill set in the sense that he can move around. So if something were to happen to Allen, like obviously we don't want that to happen, but like if something were to happen to Allen, you have a guy who you wouldn't have to change everything. You right. Know what I mean, like um, so. That that could be beneficial, even if you need it for a game or two. And we're talking about a long season where you still might have guys missing time for COVID stuff, and just it's an extra game. So like, it's another game that people could miss. So having a, a deep um, and reliable quarterback room can be. Can be oh, did you see him catch that? <laughs> Only two yards, but miss hard ones. What we make, or make miss the easy ones. Make that. Um, so yeah, so I mean, I, I don't, I really wanted to pick the Patriots, but like, I just, I don't know that they, they've got it, but man, I'd love to see them beat Brady in, uh, that first weekend in October. I think that would be cool. <laughs> um, well, take a look at Buffalo's schedule. Is there anything that jumps out to you about the Bills schedule? All right. So, um, a little bit. So, oh, we dropped it. They, oh. they start with the Steelers, so who knows how long Ben will be healthy, but like he might be healthy week one. That could be interesting. Um, they have Najee Harris and stuff there, so like it'd be interesting. I, I, man, the Steelers are very interesting. I don't know what to expect out of them, but um, then they're at the Dolphins, and then they have Washington and Houston at oh. home. I just turned it over. <laughs> Well, in, like those are two games that they must. Houston, they they will win. Houston's gonna be awful. Um, yeah, Pittsburgh, Miami, Washington, Houston, at KC, at Tennessee. It's not easy either because we, like you said, we don't know what we're gonna get from Pittsburgh, but at least like they should all be healthy there the first week. Then they gotta go to Miami. You take on Washington. Gotta beat Houston. Then at Kansas City, at Tennessee. Washington at home, though, you have to win that game. Right? Oh, yeah, that's an absolute must win. Must win. Then then they come off a bye, and they have Miami already in October. Now, that one's at home. They get Miami off a bye at home. And then they go on. They finish with an easy schedule, though. They, they need to win early, because if they win early, they'll be okay. Their last four weeks, they got Carolina at home, at New England, tough. But host Atlanta, host the Jets. So three of their last four are at home, and three of the four are absolute must wins: Carolina, Atlanta, and the Jets. And if they go to New England, can beat New England. Oh, 
I thought they were going to fumble it forward for a first down. So, um, but looking at their roster, oh, going for they've it. started to uh, they've started to figure out that when they need to run the ball, Devin Singletary is a pretty good back. They brought in Zach Moss last year. They still have Tyron Jones, and they also signed Matt Breida. So they've got a stable back there. You know, no one's gonna uh, instill a lot of fear. The AFC East doesn't have a really a big running back right now. They're all kind of by committee. Patriots, Dolphins. Bills and Jets, but you know, I I don't I don't think the Bills have a, a, a negative in uh, in their running back backfield. Wide receivers, we talked about Stephon Diggs. They brought in Emmanuel Sanders, which is probably necessary until some of the other younger guys or no name guys step up. Because I've heard that Cole Beasley's on the bubble, so uh, we'll see what happens also, with him. I'm not trying to make a statement about this. Cole Beasley also refuses to get his vaccine so he right. said he may not play like if and they're not going to make you get your vaccine but like so like you know maybe he's just like i don't want to deal with all that stuff this year and he's done right but it's the defense especially the defensive linemen that really that really instill fear in easily like in me yeah cole beasley like I know this sounds crazy because it, but like you can replace him. He's replaceable, right? Yeah. So defensive lineman, they drafted Gregory Rousseau, kind of an edge guy, and Carlos Basham th- this year, and they're adding him to Vernon Butler, AJ Epinesa, J- Jerry Hughes, again, a kind of like an edge guy, um, and Ed Oliver. Oh, and Star Latulale is back after a year away from for COVID. So they have a, a, a great defensive line and edge rusher group. Uh, and their linebackers, I think, have been mostly underrated. I, they get the job done, especially Tremaine Edmonds and Matt Milano is the big one that they brought back. Uh, so we'll see if their defensive backfield can play as well as it did last year. Um, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, uh, Tredavious White, uh, th- those guys uh, could, uh, could be very important to how good Buffalo is this year. But I do think that they are the best team in the AFC East on paper. They won 13 games last year. You said 12 and 5. I'll go 13 and 4. Okay. I'll say 13 and 4 for the uh for the Bills this year. And I think uh I think that's where I'm at with them. All right. So we both have the Jets in fourth place. Um, yep, I vote five and five and twelve or the, so. Right, we have the Dolphins and Patriots flip flop. You have Dolphins in second and Patriots in third. I have Dolphins in third, Patriots, excuse me, in second, and we both have the Bills winning the division. Um, yeah, I think I think it could be a really exciting division in the top three, and as as an AFC. East outsider, like I think this division could be set to be really interesting for years to come. Like, you look, Buffalo has their quarterback. Dolphins, I believe, have their quarterback, and we'll find we'll I hope. more a year. God, I hope right. so. I know you do. I know you do. Um, the Jets, we obviously have to find out if they. Oh do, no! But, oh, they, God. but they've got a young guy. Who could be their quarterback, right? Yeah. And the coaching staff, I think that's going to coach in a way that will let him develop to at least figure it out. That's the thing with Sam Darnold. The the Jets and Adam Gase were so bad that like you couldn't even figure out if, if 
Sam Darnold's the guy or not. Right. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Oh, shoot. I didn't mean to do that, but... Oh, he dropped it! Of course. Um, oh, my God. But then we have... Yeah, so... And then, and then you have um, New England, who... Cam Newton is their guy right now. And I think Cam's going to be better than last year. I think he'll be a little healthier at least to start the season. Oh, I think he'll be a little healthier to start the season. But they have Mac Jones, a first-round guy who's their guy of the future, they would think anyway. So, like, it's going to be interesting, I think, in the next few years in AFC East. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. Oh, man. Well, I guess I'm going for a touchdown since I couldn't set myself up for a field goal. <sighs> that guy could have caught it. <sighs> oh, it's annoying. I thought you handed it off. How's that not pass interference? Oh, it's annoying. But... John here, yeah, John O'Neill must be the uh, the referee. All right, so we're at seven to three FAU against Rice here in the starting the second half. Uh, do you want to um, navigate to the email? We'll get to my uncle's yeah. Yeah. my uncle's email. Okay. Do you want me to read? Yeah, yeah, you okay. can read through it. All right. So this is from um, you know our, uh, our our resident New England uh, our New England buzzkill and also. Um, uh, show like historian, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah, true. He's an archivist. Yeah, yes. I didn't know if that was a word. That's why I wanted to start. <laughs> like, that's literally what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. All right. So, okay. Uh, I'll read the email. Sorry, guys. I did not get to hear your show last week, but I'm listening to it now. And I plan on listening this week as it involves my and Joey's team. Um, so, he is giving us a rundown here. Um, so I think he's going to go through all of his picks. Here are my picks for the NFC East. Uh, in first, he has um, the Washington football team. Um, he says, love Fitzpatrick at quarterback, and I think they have the best coach and defense. Um, I think Fitzpatrick could be a step up for them at quarterback this year. And I can't disagree with the coach statement right now right. in the East. The defense, I also can't disagree with right now. We'll, we'll see. Um, but, I mean, he has legitimate points there. They won the division last year. They were – I wouldn't say they were close to beating Tampa, but that everybody thought Tampa was going to blow them away. Yeah. And well, and that they, was with their, like, did. third or fourth string quarterback. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Who earned himself an actual contract. Right? right, yeah. So, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. In second, he has the Cowboys. Dak's back and defense will be better. I, I, I agree with completely agree with now, those statements. The thing for me is if Dak is back and the defense is better, I don't know how you have him in second place. That that was my thinking. You know what I mean? Like if Dak is back and He's plays a the way he can. Big believer in Fitz Magic. And yeah, yeah. And you know what? The defense I, I do agree with his points though. The quarterback well, the best coach and best defense. So maybe that'll get it done. The Giants in third, Barkley's back in there better than the Eagles. I can't disagree. And fourth the Eagles, sorry Justin, I don't trust Hurts as my quarterback. You and me both. 
you are Milos. Like, <laughs> and again, that's not to say I don't think Hurts can't be good. That's just like, I, yeah, I, I'm rooting for him. I just we need to see it. And last year we didn't really see what we needed to, but that wasn't necessarily Hurts' fault. Right. I yeah. I, um, I feel like I'm giving him a clean are, slate, that, but that right. The same issues that were there before Hurts were there with Hurts. So, all right. Um, then he went to the. So for the rest of the NFC here. So in the West, he has, and first he has the Cardinals. Murray getting better Ooh, plus good wide receivers. I like that. I like and that. Defense though. got stronger. Yeah, I I like that pick. Like, I like to stick in. I mean, right, right. Can't say if, we didn't consider it, Murray, but then go with it. Um, second Rams really hope Stafford plays better with a better team and one of the best defenses in the league. Third, he is the Seahawks. Beside Wilson, what's what is there? And fourth, Niners. Hate to say Jimmy G. Me, Hate to say, but Jimmy G needs to stay healthy, and that's absolutely true. Um, I think that's interesting about the Niners. You know, man, they've fallen off. If that were to be true, you know, in the Super Bowl two years ago, in the Super Bowl, they, in theory, should have won. Um, yeah. Or appeared to have had one. The Seahawks, I can't disagree. I mean, I guess some people would say, well, you have – you know, you have some wide receivers there with Metcalf and um, some of the other like wide receivers. Oh no! Got there. Oh my God! They just held me out on fourth and goal. Maybe we'll get a safety. Oh, sorry. So I was, I was, I read through those NFC West ones. Yeah, I'll go. I'll, I'll pick up and, and finish with uh, Rich's email here. Uh, oh man, that was disappointing. All right, so. In the North, he says, first, Packers. Not a Rodgers fan, but he is the man in Green Bay and the North. Second, Vikings. Cousins not as good as Rodgers, but Cooks is better than any Green Bay running back. I hear you there. He's my fantasy running back. So I'm all about the Vikings giving Dalvin Cook the ball. Third, he's got the Bears, only because the Lions are bad. Fourth, <laughs> Lions. New coach, but same bad team. I mean, I get it. I get it there. The only reason that I didn't have the Packers in first is because I don't know that Rodgers is going to play this year. Right. Like, we still we were about a week away from camp's opening, and we still don't know anything about that. I mean, as much as I'd be disappointed if Zayvon Howard doesn't play for the Dolphins, it's a lot worse if your all-pro quarterback doesn't play for you. So, yes. Uh, your MVP caliber quarterback. Right, yeah. Year in and year out, your MVP caliber quarterback. Um, and like we've said, we've seen – way to hit the guy two yards behind the line of scrimmage and not make the tackle. Great job. So i got a couple of texts here. Um, he says uh, our, our bet on the shirt said it would be on the final standings. Uh, so I'm assuming, though, he means regular season final standings. And he says that New England plays Tampa Bay on October 3rd and the Cowboys on October 17th. So big October for uh, for the New England Patriots, uh, it seems. So anyways, back to Rich's picks. In the NFC South, he picks Tampa Bay. He says, I admit I thought Tom would need a year to get going, but he is Tom Terrific. Who will stop them this year? Almost everybody is back. I can't disagree with that. Falcons in second. Matty Eisen believe they got better, also better than the other two teams, which he has the Saints in third. He says he's picking Winston over Donald, but McCaffrey over Kamara, plus whose wide receivers would you want? I mean, I guess. I mean, you have Michael Thomas if he can stay healthy in New Orleans. And in Carolina, they just lost um, 
their second wide receiver, right? All they have left is DJ Moore because um, Samuel went to the to Washington. So yeah, I agree with that. I would still I'd probably pick Michael Thomas over DJ Moore uh, there, but still he is Panthers in fourth place. So that's his NFC picks. Now in the AFC West, we all pick the same teams. He goes first Chiefs, who else? Then he has second Chargers, third Raiders, fourth Broncos. In the AFC North, he has the Ravens, still the best team. In, he says still the best team in this conference. Um, I'm so, assuming he means division. I, I know it's not going to happen, but can you imagine that if this had got if this that got thrown out a while ago, if it came to fruition and the Packers traded Aaron Rodgers to the Broncos? To the Broncos, that would certainly turn things on its head. You have Rodgers and Mahomes in the same, in the same division. division. I still like the Chiefs. Oh, and Herbert's there as well. Right. Yep. Yeah, but just imagine what Rodgers could possibly do with those wide receivers in Denver. Yeah, yeah. Jerry, Judy, Cortland Sutton, K.J. Hamler, oh Noah Fant. I thought you were going to pick that off first. Can I didn't see that guy undercutting it. So uh, he continues with the Browns in second. Here comes Mayfield, Chubb, and Miles Garrett. Third, the Steelers. Old quarterback, just not the same. Fourth, the Bengals. New quarterback, but getting better, which I agree with that. In the South, Titans. He has the Titans over the Colts. Great running back and a quarterback who won't hurt I, you. I didn't no, actually believe that they were going to punt. But <laughs> I think punt <laughs> He has Colts. Wentz with a coach he likes, but not enough to beat the Titans. So you pick up with third place. Alright, so third place he has Jaguars. Trevor's not ready yet, but will be at some point. And fourth, the Texans. All kind of problems in Houston, and the biggest one is Watson. I can't disagree with anything. Of course. Take me back. It's alright. We just take need, me back. We just need a few first downs here. It's not not pretty, but Yeah, it's not pretty. Especially Rice was one and eight. Were they really? Yeah, so not good for us. Um, well, I, I turned it over on downs twice. Once in our end that led to their field goal and another right at the goal line. Right. So in the AFC East, he has in first place the Bills. Josh Allen is the man in the East right now, plus he has Diggs. We kind of mentioned those same things and would agree. Second, he has the Patriots. Of course he does. Free agent signing. Bill looking to make waves. Our missing eight COVID players on defense from last year are back. That's where that eight. That's where the eight comes from. Yeah. And we have a QB for the future in Mac Jones. I I agree with all those points. Right. Third, the Dolphins. I'm not a fan of Tua. They will miss fits. Ooh, taking shots at your quarterback. Bring it. And then fourth, J E T S rookie QB, and they are the Jets. <laughs> I agree with you there. I agree right. with you there. A couple of questions. When did Justin become a Brady fan? I would not classify myself as a Brady fan, and I'm offended that that is even in even. <laughs> I, I knew. I, I'm glad you're reading this because I had already pre-read this, so I knew what was coming. I motioned to have the show historian or the archivist strike that from the record. <laughs> that, that has never been uttered on this show. Um, we, I think he's talking about last week, or maybe this is just us in text, right, but we right. should say that... Is Tom Brady more or less annoying outside of New yeah, England? We, we did have that conversation off the show. With Adam. Right, about how he is showing personality and all that stuff now. It is kind of crazy. Which right? I guess maybe he wasn't really allowed to do it in New England, and now right, he's having like, the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, like, who was really going to stop him, though? 
Like, Bill would say something, but what was Bill going to do? Get rid of him? Right. Like, yeah, how'd that work out for him? Right. But, yeah, so, I, I mean, he, he's good. Oh, you know what it was? You know what it was? It was when we were talking about I want Tampa to beat the Cowboys in week one. That's, <laughs> that's you're right. That's yes, what you're right. From. You're that's right. And I, I will, yeah. in week one, I, I will be rooting for them. Um, you and me both, Rich. Um, so you must hate the Patriots more than Brady. No school record I, rushing yards in a season. I would I would say if I had to pick one, I would I would pick I dislike Brady more than the Patriots. I don't know. That's hard to say now. See, I, I'm still I don't like the Patriots. Yeah, I don't like they're, they're team in my division. I can't like them. No, I understand that. It's different for you. I I, I don't know who I. I'd probably put Brady next, but like I've resigned to the fact that like he just wins all the time. What else am I gonna say? Like, um, yeah, he's just annoying now. And Joe, you must dislike both Brady and the Patriots the same. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty much where we're at. Yeah, pretty much nailed it. I will send a copy of all our picks right before the season starts for future reference. I am ready for football. Lots of exclamation yeah, Yes, absolutely. Anyone want to buy two tickets to the Patriots Tampa Bay game? Just five thousand for the pair. I have heard they're paying more than that. Your uncle from Boston. Um, I'm not interested in that. No. Um, no for the price. Right, if right. the price was better, I'd be interested maybe. But it's tough during high school football season. Uh, I called it draw. I hate draw plays. <laughs> I'm calling a timeout. <laughs> oh, I hate draws. Why did I call it draw? Here we go. Um, did you call again? No, I didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would, I see. I like to go, to, and we talk about this more so in college. But like, I like to go to big games and see like oh, yeah. great football. So, so some of no, like I said I've been to a lot of Penn State games, and I've been to a lot of big Penn State games, and they're fun. But I obviously am emotionally invested in those games. I've also gone to a couple of big college football games that I have no emotional investment in, other than I'm just there for fun, and they've been awesome. Yeah. Like, Big Ten Championship, Michigan State against Iowa. It was as Big Ten of a game as you could get. Right. But, like, Michigan State running back somehow keeps his body off the ground and reaches into the end zone on a goal line stand, you know, like, and scores. And, like, it, it was just awesome. It was Ooh. it was really cool. And Penn State's it, unranked and just lost to Ohio State 34-18. to 18. Oh gosh. LSU's up to number five again. That's huge for our resume. Yes. Yes. That's huge for our resume. But yeah, the SEC championship game, that was fun. Like those those were from some fun games. And I didn't really care who won. Like that was Yeah, that's what I mean. Like cool. obviously I'm not paying five grand for tickets to see Tampa Bay visit New England. And I, I honestly, unless he's getting offered that much money, I don't think he's getting rid of those tickets. No. Right, right, right. <laughs> but like games like like I am absolutely interested for a reasonable price of going to big time games probably more so college than nfl but i would be very interested in a lot of those nfl right. games that just feature two historically good teams that are also good that year yeah and i, I expect uh while i think tampa bay is better than new england i still don't think new england's gonna have a bad year so um i hope uh i hope they see i hope they see a good fun game and like you said how crazy would it be to allow brady to throw all over the place and get the record but the team lose right Team loses and and the Bucks go to like one and four. Oh man, Whew. I guess that wouldn't be it. That'd be that'd be a little rough. 
That would be a little rough. So, do we play North Texas next? That, that they just lost. Man, we didn't have a great, it wasn't a great couple games no. for us. It wasn't our best outing. Um, we, won. we won. We won, yeah. Wins are wins. I'll take but it. That game so, against Rice was not. No, no, that was not our best. That I, happens. See, that happens, though. But see, I teams. wouldn't have gone for it in our territory against a different team. Right. And right. I would have kicked the field goal right. if we were only up four against a different North team, Texas too. They get ranked, though. They're, they're still ranked. Well, and they're oh no, they were were twenty fifth, oh, oh, so they're so going to drop high. out. Yeah, they're going to drop out. <sighs> so, well, let's see what where we're ranked, and if, I'm sure North Texas is going to drop out with the loss. So maybe we shouldn't have had them. We didn't want them to lose. We want to beat them when they're right. ranked. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm excited for football. That's the bottom line. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for for Wilson football. I'm excited for Penn State football. I'm excited for pro football. Just really excited that, you know, Wilson starts the 27th, Penn State starts the 4th, and NFL starts the 10th with the majority of the games on, what, the 13th? Is that something, something like that? The 12th? Um, 12th. 12th. So, so the first game's the 9th. The first game's the 9th, right? Okay, yeah, the first game's the 9th. The Thursday night kickoff game's the 9th. Then most of the games are on the 12th. Um, yeah, just really, really great. I mean, what? it's like six weeks away. Like, from major football action, we're, like, six weeks away. Yeah. Well, I saw, I think, I thought it was seven Saturdays till... Right. So, we're getting, so we're getting high school started in, in six right. weeks. Yeah. Seven yeah. weeks to Penn State, eight weeks, to NFL. All right. It's yes. weird for me. Like, I can't remember the last time Penn State played on the road Labor Day weekend. Like, right? I know it's happened, but it just, it's, it's weird to me. Yeah. Because that's what I've done, like, every Labor Day weekend. Well, again, not last year, but it didn't go anywhere. Yeah, last year was freak. I just talked about that because we actually get to do like a, a mini Labor Day vacation away from here. They moved up to 22. They came back and won though because they're 9 1, right? Oh, did they lose the previous week? I think it was the previous oh, week. Oh, okay. No, we're, oh yeah, they're 9 1, we're 9 1. So we're, we're at 11 though. So 11 versus 22 wow. in the Conference USA game. That we're going to be playing a Thursday night football game back when we were in college. You know, yeah, they would like this would that would have been great. That would have been great. So, um, but I think that's about it for us. Do you have anything uh, anything to say? So recruiting's done. We don't have to do that. So we can hop no, in next time. Hopefully, uh, the Phillies can keep winning. Yes, a clip yes. of seventy percent of their games and uh, good uh, yeah, good things will happen. Good end like right before the uh, the break here before the All Star game last. You know, last week and now they got off to uh, two game victories against the Marlins. So you got to beat those teams. You yeah. have to beat those. And they teams. haven't beaten the Marlins. Right, they've been so their like kryptonite. Take three out of four from the Marlins. That that's good. Yeah, absolutely. So, yep. Hopeful for the Phillies that they can at least stay competitive this part of the the season. Hey, everybody's got their flaws in this in this division. So there's no reason why can't us, right? Why can't us? Why can't us? Bring it back. Bring it back. So. Yeah, I will be. Uh, I will be here next week. I don't know if I'll be by myself or with a guest. Uh, definitely playing these next two games, games eleven and twelve on the schedule. Big ones against North Texas and rival FIU, and then I don't know. Justin and I will be able to play a possible conference championship game and a definite bowl game since we're already bowl eligible, um, and we've already bested our record from last year. We were seven and six. We're already nine and one. 
looking and, for double digit wins in year two. So yeah, in a big bowl game. Big bowl. Yeah, let's get a big bowl game. Hey, we're we're knocking on the top ten door. If we can beat North Texas this week, we might get there, depending on what happens in front of us. And we have that marquee victory over LSU. So hey, anything can happen. Why can't us with the Owls? That's right. Why can't That's us right. with the Owls? So. That was our AFC East Division preview. We did a little recap, and we appreciate my uncle's email to keep us on our toes and hold us accountable for our picks. We will have discussion next week about our playoff predictions and what we think will happen in Super Bowl 56. Are we going to see the Chiefs back there? Will the Bills break through? Will it be someone else like the Ravens or the Browns are a trendy pick? Could we see a, an AFC South team like the Colts or the, or the Titans in the NFC? I don't know. Is it going to be Tampa Bay already? Are they going to make Tampa Bay back-to-back in two different sports in back-to-back years? It's, that would be kind of crazy. I'm not <laughs> sure that's ever happened. Yeah. Uh, I, did you see the thing? Did I send this to you or did you send this to me about a one-year-old Tampa Bay fan has seen, seen as many championships as a 50-year-old, uh, what was it, yeah. Mets, Mets, Rangers, um, Jets and Knicks. and Knicks fan. A 50-year-old of those four teams in the New York area has seen as many championships as a one-year-old Tampa Bay fan. <laughs> Just like adding adding a salt to the wound, huh? But I'll take it. It's New York, and I don't like those teams. Yeah, so. that's all right. It's all good. No worries. So uh, my uncle did contact us through the Mays Sandwich Shop email inbox, and you can do that at JraF at gmail.com. And make sure you follow and like our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, look for Joe Mays and JRAF or JMNJR Radio. But that's it for us. We appreciate everyone listening live or after the fact and watching us game. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We're coming down to the end of uh, year two of our dynasty. And we're coming down to um, this portion of the year where we do this Joe Mays and JRAF show. Justin and I will be all in on Wilson football momentarily. So. Enjoy it while you can, but of course we'll be back in the late fall with all the pro football talk you can handle. But one more show next week, episode 340, will be about the upcoming 2021 NFL season. It was a wrap-up, our preview with a look at the playoffs. We'll go through, we'll recap our division winners again. We'll pick our wild cards. We'll pick the playoffs and our Super Bowl champions. So for Justin Raffoff, I'm Joe Mays. This was episode 339 of the Joe Mays and JRF show. We'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and JRF show brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at JoeMaysAndJRAF at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and JRAF Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time, 